0: Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for July 17th, 2021. Glad that you are with me. Let's go ahead and get started. A Lord up in my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Our readings for today are Psalms 104 and 149, 1 Samuel 22, 1 through 23, Acts 13, 26 through 43, and Mark 3, 19b to 35. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 104. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty, wrapped in light as with a garment. You stretch out the heavens like a tent. You set the beams of your chambers on the waters. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messengers, fire and flame your ministers. You set the earth on its foundations, so it shall never be shaken. You cover it with the deep as with a garment. The water stood above the mountains. At your rebuke they flee. At the sound of your thunder they take to flight. They rose up to the mountains ran down to the valleys, to the place that you appointed for them. You set a boundary that they may not pass, so that they may not again cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow between the hills, giving drink to every wild animal. The wild asses quench their thirst. By the streams the birds of the air have their habitation. They sing among the branches." from your lofty abode you water the mountains the earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work you cause the grass to grow for the cattle and the plants for people to use you bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the human heart oil to make the face shine and bread to strengthen the human heart the trees of the lord are watered abundantly the cedars of lebanon that god planted In them the birds build their nests, the stork has its home in the fir trees. The high mountains are for the wild goats, the rocks are a refuge for the conies. You have made the moon to make the seasons, the sun knows it's time for setting. You make darkness, and it's night, when all the animals of the forest come creeping out. The young lions roar for their prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they withdraw and lie down in their dens. People go out to their work and to their labor until the evening. O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the sea, great and wide. Creeping things innumerable are there, living things both small and great. There go the ships and leviathan that you formed to sport in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created. And you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in God's works. Who looks on the earth and it trembles? Who touches the mountains and they smoke? I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have being. May my meditation be pleasing to God. For I rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed from the earth and let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Psalm 149. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song, God's praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise God's name with dancing, making melody to God with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in God's people. God adorns the humble with victory. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and two-edged swords in their hands. To execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples. To bind their kings with fetters and their nobles with chains of iron. To execute on them the judgment decreed. This is glory for all God's faithful ones. Praise the Lord. From 1 Samuel chapter 22, verses 1 to 23. David left there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. While when his brothers and all his father's house heard of it, they went down there to him. Everyone who was in distress and everyone who was in debt and everyone who was disconnected gathered to him and he became captain over them. Those who were with him numbered about 400. David went there to Mizpah of Moreb. He said to the king of Moab, Please, let my father and mother come to you until I know what God will do for me. He let them, left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Then the prophet Gad said to David, Do not remain in the stronghold. Leave and go into the land of Judah. So David left and went into the forest of Herath. Saul heard that David and those who were with him had been located. Saul was sitting at Gibeah under the Tamarisk tree on the height with his spear in his hand and all his servants were standing around him. Saul said to his servants who stood around him, Here, you, here now, you Benjaminites. will you, the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards? Will he make you all commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds? Is that why all of you have conspired against me? No one discloses to me when my son makes a league with the son of Jesse. None of you is sorry for me or discloses to me that my son has stirred up my servants against me. To lie in wait as he is doing today? Doeg the Edomite, who was in charge of Saul's servants, answered, I saw the son of Jesse come to Nob, to Ahimelech, son of Ahitub. He inquired of the Lord for him, gave him provisions, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. The king sent for the priest Ahimelech, son of Ahitub and all of his father's house. The priests who were at Nob and all of them came to the king. Saul said, "'Listen now, son of Atub,' he answered, "'Here I am, my lord,' Saul said to him, "'Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Jesse, by giving him bread and a sword, and by inquiring of God for him, so that he has risen against me, to lie in wait as he is doing today?' Then Ahimelech answered the king, "'Who among all your servants is so faithful as David?' He is the king's son-in-law and is quick to do your bidding and is honored in your house. Is today the first time that I have inquired of God by, for him? By no means. Do not let the king impute anything to his servant or to any member of the father's house, for your servant has known nothing of all this, much or little. The king said, You shall surely die, Ahimelech, you and all your father's house. The king said to the guard who stood around him, Turn and kill the priests of the Lord, because your, their hand also is with David. They knew, uh, they knew that he fled, and did not disclose it to me. But the servants of the king would not raise their hand to attack the priests of the Lord. Then the king said to Duag, You, Duag, turn and attack the priests. Duag the Edomite turned and attacked the priests. On that day, He killed eighty-five who wore the linen ephod. Nod, the city of the priests, he put to the sword men and women, children and infants, oxen, donkeys, and sheep, he put to the sword. But one of the sons of Ahimelech, son of Ahitub, named Abiathar, escaped and fled after David. Abiathar told David that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord. David said to Abiathar, I knew on that day, when Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I am responsible for the lives of all your father's house. Stay with me and do not be afraid, for the one who seeks my life seeks your life. You will be safe with me. Acts thirteen twenty-six through 43. We are continuing Saul's sermon in the synagogue. My brothers, you descendants of Abraham's family and others who fear God, to us the message of this salvation has been sent. Because the residents of Jerusalem and their leaders did not recognize him or understand the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath, they fulfilled those words by condemning him. Even though they found no cause for a sentence of death, they asked Pilate to have him killed. When they had carried out everything that was written about him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he appeared to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, and they are now his witnesses to the people. And we bring you good this good news that was God promised, and we bring you the good news that what God promised to our ancestors. God has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising Jesus. As it is written in the second psalm, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As to, his raising him, as to God's raising him from the dead, no more to return to corruption. God has spoken in this way, I will give you the holy promises made to David. Therefore, he has also said to, in another psalm, You will not let your holy one experience corruption. For David, after he had served the purpose God of God in his own generation, died and was and was laid beside his ancestors and experienced corruption. But he whom God raised up experienced no corruption. Let it be known to you, therefore, my brothers and siblings and sis yeah, siblings, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. By this Jesus. Everyone who believes is set free from all those sins, from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Beware therefore that with the prophets what the prophet said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, be amazed and perish, for in your days I am doing a work, a work that you will never believe, even if someone tells you. As Paul and Barnabas were going out, the people urged them to speak about these things again the next Sabbath. When the meeting of the synagogue broke up, many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who spoke to them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. From Mark chapter 3, verses 19b to 35. Then Jesus went home, and the crowd came together again so that they could not even eat. When his family heard it, they went out to restrain him, for people were saying, He has gone out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He has Beelzebul, and by the ruler of the demons, he casts out demons. And he called them to him, and he spoke to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. But his end has come. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his property without first tying up the strong man. Then indeed the house can be plundered. Shoot, I just understood that. Truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of eternal sin. For they had said, he has an unclean spirit. Then his mother and his brothers came and standing outside, they said to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him and they said to him, your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside asking for you. And he replied, who, who are my mother? And brothers and sisters and siblings And looking at those who sat around him, he said, here, here are my mother and brothers, sisters, and siblings. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and sibling and mother. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, great stuff. Uh, We have from 1 Samuel, this is David is on the run, um, and we get a Get a glimpse of what that life is like. But first, let's talk about what happens at Nob. So remember, David had gone to Nob to ask for bread, the bread of the presence, any anything that he could get right from the priests. And they gave him the bread of the presence, which only the priests are supposed to eat. They gave him the uh, sword of Goliath and uh, something that starts with a D, the Edomite, uh, was there and saw it. So he goes and tells Saul. So Saul comes to this uh, the city of Nob. It's a priestly city. I think the tabernacle was there at the time. And he says, what have you done? Right? You have conspired against me and, against, and, and sided with my enemy. And they're like, what are you talking about? We have no idea. How many times has David come to ask inquire of the Lord for you on your behalf? We know he's one of your generals, so yeah, we treated him kindly because we didn't know that, you know, somehow he was he was working against you. And I'm not sure if that, if that works out. But you know, like regardless, we were doing the best that we could. And he go and and Saul goes into a rage. He says, "You have conspired against me. You have um, sided with the son of Jesse." Again, he cannot say David's name. Nobody told me that Jonathan, my own son, and this son of Jesse had this, this um, connection with one another and this, this, um, this uh, working together, this alliance, right? Um, and so he says to his guards, kill this priest and all of the priests. And they won't do it. They're conscientious objectors. They say, we, we, we're not going to kill priests so he turns to the Edomite and says, you, go ahead and kill the, the, these priests who have betrayed me. And he goes and he kills everyone. Ironically, this was the order that was given to Saul, um, to the uh, Amalites, Amalekites, something like that, right? He was told to completely wipe out that city. He did not do it. But here he's wiping out an entire city of priests and priestly uh, families. One of them escapes, and they go to David. David is at this point in the stronghold. First he starts in the caves of Adullam, and then eventually he moves to the forest. And here he gathers around him this amazing group of people. And it's so important that I want to show it to you. That's not it. So let's look at this. Um, Here's the people that that saw, or David gathers around him. David left there and escaped to the cave cave of Adullam. Um, His brothers and his father's house, they side with him, right? So his tribe. But then everyone who was in distress and everyone who was in debt and everyone who was disconnected gathered to him. So David gathers around him all those who are disconnected, all those who don't have a home all those who are outside of the norm they don't fit in they are murderers they are debtors they are those who don't have a place to be and this is the army that David gathers together he takes these misfits these nobodies these murderers these mercenaries and he makes them into this not just army not just a sort of rebellion but he he forms them and molds them into what eventually will be called the mighty men of David. They will be described as a wall for the people. They will do for the people what Saul, in his like mad rage and trying to chase after David, is not doing that he should be doing with these people, these outsiders, these nobodies. David is the king of israel i think that's very important to remember that these marginalized folks these people on the outside these people who are not the cool kids who are um, broken who are different um, these are the people that god gathers around david to create this this movement um yeah anyways uh carrying on we have acts Saul is continuing this this sermon and you notice everything is rooted very deeply in scripture. He quotes from the Psalms, he quotes from the prophets. He says this is all all happening according to God's will that Jesus is the Messiah and just as the prophet said that he would be mistreated the the religious leaders even though they knew all of these scriptures, even though they preach and teach on them every sabbath they played their role perfectly they handed him over to the nations why did the nations conspire right against the lord's anointed well because they were jealous because they did all these things saul or paul is saying they were doing they were fulfilling all of these words of god and so he encourages those around right Believe in this Jesus who gives salvation. Jesus not only taught and and did miracles, but he also died and then rose again and appeared to the apostles and to me. Share this good news that God is at work. Just like God always said that God was going to do this, this is always the plan here. You see the plan and now believe. And by that, by faith in this Jesus Christ, we can have salvation. We get a forgiveness of sins that we could never, ever, ever, ever have under the law. And people follow. People want to hear more. They say, come back next Sabbath. We want to hear more about this. And I always leave them uh, wanting more. And several, many, many, Jewish folks follow and and proselytes follow after Paul and Barnabas, and they want to hear more and more and more, and they become believers in Jesus as the Messiah. Then we have uh, from Mark Jesus returns home, and his family comes after him because they think he's gone nuts. They don't know what's going on. He has this huge crowd following him, he's saying crazy things. They don't know what to do. The Pharisees are saying that he is from Beelzebub, he is from Satan. And Jesus refutes that saying, no, how in the world does that even work? That doesn't even make sense. If you're going to, if you're going to mock me and you're going to say something bad about me, at least make it make sense. How, why would Satan send an enemy against himself? I'm casting out demons. That isn't, how can a a house divided against itself stand? It can't, it will fall. If I'm sent by Satan, I can't cast out demons. That would be silly. That'd be stupid. His mother and brothers and sisters come and they say, try to get him. And someone tells him, he says, these, these are my brothers and sisters and mother and siblings. The ones who do my father's will. These, these, this is my family. Eventually, some of his family at least will get on board. Um, but at this point they are not. And that's okay. Everybody doesn't have to be on your side to speak truth. And in fact, oftentimes they will not be. So those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and join together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning and we will live this day in joy and praise. We give you our praise and thanks, O God, for all gifts of love we have received from you and from your persistent mercy in Jesus Christ. Especially we thank you for the grace and peace of Jesus Christ. All creatures with whom we share the earth, those whom we have loved and who have loved us, support and encouragement from others, Food and drink to share in your name. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? I give thanks for a great week at the youth conference in Montreat. um, For the wonderful youth and adults who went along. For all the many churches and presbyteries. For the planning team, everything. Give thanks for new friends and new challenges. uh, new, um, New perspectives. Pray that uh, our trip will be safe as we travel home today. It is a long, long drive, and everyone's going to be tired, I am sure. We give you our cares and concerns, O God, because we know you are kind and care for your children in every circumstance. Especially we pray for Lutheran and Reformed churches People who live in poverty, those who are sick or suffering, those who work for their healing, comfort and peace for those who are dying. People of God, for what else do we pray? I pray for um, Bill's friend who is recovering from a uh, stroke, but her eyesight is affected. For Mike, a friend of Cheryl's who has stage four cancer. For Debbie, who is recovering from hip replacement surgery. And for my friend James, a dear, dear soul and a, a new friend, pray that you would just continue to be with him. To you, O God, we give up the burdens of this day, trusting your love and mercy. To you, O God, we surrender ourselves, trusting our risen Lord to lead us always in the way of peace, today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. Now let us continue to pray using the words Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever. Amen. Now let us cast our anxiety on the Lord who cares for us. The God of all grace will restore, strengthen, and support us.